You're tuned into another episode of the AER Podcast. Streaming on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, and YouTube, this podcast features interviews of individuals in the codings industry. Listen every month wherever you get your podcasts. Stay in the loop by following us on Instagram and Facebook at at Air Equipment SA. Subscribe, rate, and visit us online at air-equipment.com. Now, enjoy another episode of the AER Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the AER Podcast. Uh, my name is Jason Weber, and I'm your host. Um, this episode's podcast, uh, we've got Matt Kelly, who's in uh, Inside Sales and the manager of the Carbacoat line for Carbit uh, Coatings. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Good, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate uh, appreciate you uh, jumping on and uh, talking to us a little bit about uh, Carbit and uh, some of your booth coatings that you guys offer. For sure. Um, so first off, I want to just kind of jump right into it and just a question we get a lot as a distributor, why should customers or end users, manufacturers, why should you be coding the, uh, the floors and walls and lights of your booth? Yeah, good question. Um, so a couple different reasons. Number one, uh, OSHA regulations. So uh, I believe it's 29 CFR 1910. Uh, which has to do with residue removal and uh, has to do with spontaneous combustion in the booth. So basically it says you want to get, you know, all the overspray out of your booth as soon as you can. Um, so that would be number one reason right there would be safety. Inhalation hazards. So it creates dust in the booth. So your painters are going to be safer in the booth while they're painting. Um, but I mean, the obvious one is to protect your investment, right? I mean, we, we're looking at, you know, 20,000, 50,000, $100,000 booth. And you want to protect your investment. So strippable coatings basically would go right over the top of the booth uh, of the steel. And, um, you know, the overspray won't hit the booth. So if you don't coat your booth and the overspray is on your booth, you're going to be sitting there scraping it off. You're going to compromise the steel. Um, and uh, it's just going to create a mess for you inside the booth. Um, and on top of that, it basically turns your booth bright white for your painters. So if you coat your booth, the light's going to reflect off of the white booth coating, and you're going to have a ton less rejects uh, come through the booth. So painters are going to have a lot easier job painting what they're supposed to do. Okay, so it's a, on top of protecting the booth, it's a, a visibil- visibility. There's a visibility uh, aspect to it. Absolutely, for sure. Um, okay, so so you do uh, so coating your booth. What does that consist of? Um, there's different coatings, I think, for the floor and the wall, or are they one one consistent coating? Yeah, so we have three different systems for, for coating the booth. Uh, we have coating for walls, which is bright white. We have a clear for the light, and then we have a bright white for the floor as well. So basically, if you want to coat your entire booth, um, what you're going to do is you're going to lightly sweep so if it's, a, if it's an old booth and there's overspray on it, any kind of loose overspray, you're going to want to sweep down any loose overspray. You're going to want to sweep up the floors just to get any loose dirt up. And step one, number one, if it's a new booth, you're not going to need to prep the walls. Um, if it's an old booth, so, you know, what we've seen sometimes, you know, we're walking into, uh, walking into a plant and there'll be a spray booth that hasn't been taken care of in years, some five, 10 years. And it's uh, almost looks like a scene out of a horror movie. And so 
basically what you're going to need is you don't have to take the overspray off of the off of the walls before you coat it um, but the white top coat does want to soak in to any surface that it can so if you sprayed the white booth coat over the overspray you're basically going to be sitting there when it's time to peel you're going to be sitting there trying to peel it inch by inch so you're going to need a prep coat to go on the walls to cover the overspray so you take the prep coat over the walls and what that's going to do is it's going to create almost a, a glass barrier between the overspray and the white top coat so first thing to do would be to prep the walls on an old booth after the walls are prepped and dry we have several different products that go on the walls, um, four in particular. So one's gonna be a solvent-based coating. It's gonna be called our 946. And the other three are all water-based. And I kind of like to talk about it like we have the Cadillac option, the Chevy option, and then the Ford Fiesta option. So Ford Fiesta option, it's gonna get you from A to B. Uh, it's gonna be more of our economical version and not gonna be great for old booths with overspray on it. Um, the Chevy option is going to be our workhorse. So that's called our 942. And our Cadillac options are 948. So four different coatings that you can pick from that go on the walls. And the nice thing about the Cadillac option, the 948, is what we've seen is once it hits the walls, it soaks into the overspray. Well, so the prep coat soaks into the overspray. And then the 948, it's going to grab the prep coat. So when you go to peel, We've seen that some of the overspray actually comes up with the peel, which is kind of nice. It's almost cleaning your booth when it's time to peel. Um, but so wall coating, so it's gonna be prep coat, then it's gonna be white top coat. And as far as the lights go, when it's time to apply, you're gonna put the white top coat right over the lights and let that dry. As soon as it's dry, take a razor blade, cut out the lights, and then peel off the lights. And we have our 945, which is a water-based clear, and that's gonna go on top of the lights and the heat generated from the lamps of the lights actually gonna shrink the coating. So the whole key to make sure you're getting a good peel both on the walls, on the lights, and on the floors is gonna be making sure it goes on thick enough. And so once you hit the walls, then you hit the lights and it's time for the floors. Again, floors just a, make sure you get all the loose dirt off of the floors first. And then same system as the prep coat for the walls and then the white top coat, you're going to want to prep the floors with concrete being a porous surface. Again, the white top coat is going to want to soak into the concrete. So if you don't prep the floors, you're going to be sitting there picking inch by inch. And you're lucky if you get 50% of the, of the white top coat when it's time to peel. Okay. So prep coat goes on the floors, seals it off. White top coat goes over the top. And then you have your sealed booth. Okay. Now a question on top of that, when it's time, mm -hmm. when you, when you go to peel at a later mm -hmm. date and reapply, do you need to reapply that, that, uh, prep coat as well? Yeah. Great question. So kind of depends and it all depends on the user. So we have some accounts that they will, they'll spray their booth and they'll do something what we call sandwiching. So what sandwiching is, Basically, you'd spray your booth, so you'd hit the wall, hit the lights, hit the floors, and then let's say a week or two goes by, or depending on the usage in your booth, let's say you know a month or two goes by, and you start to see the overspray built up on the walls. The nice thing about the booth coat is, is that you really can't go on too thick. The thicker it is, the easier it's going to be to peel. 
So what we recommend most accounts do, you know, uh, every, every now and then, again, depending on the usage, is just put a light coat right over the top. So you're going to make it bright white again. You're going to sandwich in that overspray into itself. And once you sandwich two or three times, it's going to be time to peel. And so, like I said, all, all depends on, on the account, um, you know, how often you're going to be spraying, how white you want the boots, how important that is to you. Um, so we have some, some people that, that sandwich every week and then they peel every month. And then others that they'll sandwich every two months, peel every six months. Uh, we, do have, we do have one person that uh, they applied about two years ago and have, have yet to do anything to it. And um, that's not recommended because what we see is, you know, as time goes on, the coating's going to shrink. And so it's going to be even tougher to peel. So that would be a situation where um, that, that would not be recommended. That's when you're going to have a hard time peeling is if you're not, you know, maintaining your boots and your boots coatings, um, you know, properly. Okay. Yeah, that's useful information because um, if that's not relayed to the end user, that can kind of come back mm -hmm. on on us or carpet, you know. <laughs> uh, we've for seen sure. that happen. No, for sure. Um, and if yeah, you guys definitely. are looking on, on how to recoat, a uh, an existing booth their carpet has a really good uh how-to video on their mm -hmm. youtube channel which is i believe carpet paint chicago mm -hmm. i think that's your youtube channel so um yep yep on our website as well and it'll take you to uh we got the four videos up on our website carpet.com as well okay mm -hmm. um so speaking of uh of coating the floor what what's the uh what's the advantage of using a booth coat on your floor as opposed to um, booth paper, which people opt to, to go with often? Yeah, for sure. So um, basically a couple different reasons. Number one is the floor prep. So tape for floor paper, you need to have your floor vacuumed, mopped. I mean, that floor needs to be almost pristine in order for the paper to, to sit down on the, on the floor. So with the booth coat, basically all you need to do is just a light sweep of all of the, uh, the loose debris, and then you're ready to spray the booth coat. So floor prep's gonna be a little bit easier. Uh, it's also seamless, right? So paper tears, super easy, especially if you're putting you know, forklifts in there, turning the forklift tires, it's gonna tear the paper, even uh, automobiles. You bring in a car in there, as soon as you turn the tires, um, could tear the papers up, and so, um, Basically, be having the seamless, uh, the seamless floor. If there is a tear in the booth coat, super easy to take care of. Basically, you just take a razor blade, cut out the tear, take some of the liquid, put it right over the top. As soon as it's dry, it's like it never happened. Okay. Um, there's less waste as well. So, in the amount of paper to fill, uh, like a 55-gallon drum it's gonna be about two basketballs worth of floor coating when you ball it up. So there's gonna be a lot less waste. Um, also the sandwich method we talked about, you can't really sandwich the paper. You're not just gonna put layers and layers and layers of paper on. So the sandwiching method kind of gives you a new booth pretty much whenever you want it. Um, and then it's also super easy to use. So. Um, I mean, I, my, my background, I, I taught special ed for eight years and coached basketball started in the paint world two years ago. And basically if, if I can figure it out, anybody can figure it out. Um, so it's, uh, you know, like I said, super easy to use, just load it up into the pump, spray it out. 
and then peel whenever you're ready. Um, so yeah, I can't really speak for any benefits of the, of the floor paper. We don't sell floor paper, so can't really speak on that, but I do know that, uh, you know, with our booth coating, it is super, super easy to use. Yeah, I would assume it would save you some downtime too, because you're probably having to replace that, that booth paper, I would assume more often than, than the coating. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and the coating is, so if you're dealing with a, an oven booth, so a, a bake booth, um, if you don't replace your floor coating often, uh, sometimes the floor coating can get brittle. Um, so that would be one of the downsides if you're not maintaining your booth floor properly. Um, that would be one of the, maybe the only downside of using booth coating instead of paper. Um, is that the floor coating tends to get brittle if you let it sit for, you know, 12 months plus. Um, but other than that, you know, you're going to be looking at a lot less time, a lot less downtime, and a lot less time, um, you know, putting the booth coat on than you would the paper. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you, you kind of touched on this, uh, but you, you mentioned that you have one solvent-based um, coating and then three mm -hmm. water-based. What 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 right. are the what are the benefits or differences of a solvent based coating versus a water based coating? So pretty much one one benefit, one difference, and that's going to be dry time. So the solvent based coatings, twenty minutes, you're going to be able. I mean, that's going to be dry. You're going to be able to get back in there. Um, the out of the four coatings that you that you talked about, those are for the walls. Our floors are solvent based. Okay. Um, and the thought behind that is basically, you know, you, you need to be stepping on the floors. You're not necessarily going to be, you know, doing anything to the walls. You're not going to be putting your hands on the walls. The walls can still be tacky and you can still get in there and start spraying your, your uh, whatever it is that you're spraying. Um, but the floors are solvent based. So about 20 minutes, floors are going to be dried, ready to step on. Um, as far as the wall coatings go, like I said, our, our one solvent base, it's going to be, you know, get in, get out, it's going to be dried, it's going to be, it's going to be ready to go. Uh, the water base, however, um, non-flammable, so it's going to be easier to ship, it's going to be easier to store, uh, better, the better environmental option for sure. Uh, low odor, so usually when you're, especially when you're spraying the floors, you know, it's going to stink for, you know, a significant amount of time while the solvents are leaving the coating. Um, so with water-based, no odors, um, easy cleanup, easy disposal. I know when you're disposing solvent-based coatings, you know, every, every territory kind of has their own rules. Solvent-based obviously going to be a little bit more restrict, restricted than water-based. Um, and then uh, shipping. So shipping costs, um, it's a lot less money to you know, ship water-based than it is solvent-based. So um, really the only benefit of the solvent-based is going to be, you know, the, the, the dry time. Okay. So it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with like the performance of it or anything, just, just the dry time. No, no, not the performance. Well, like I said, the, the Cadillac option that 948, um, that's going to outperform any other the strippable coatings that we have. And that is water-based. Um, so no, nothing, nothing performance wise. It's really just going to be the dry time. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so what kind of, uh, did, did you, does Carbit recommend like a, a coating schedule or is it just kind of play it by, I guess, eye you know you see you see when you when your coating needs to be replaced or is there a recommended uh replacement schedule of uh of your booth coating 
So just based on what we've seen in the field, um, we usually try to say, try to sandwich every month and then peel every three months or sandwich every two months, peel every six months. Somewhere in there is gonna be kind of the average. Um, but like I said, I mean, it's, it is definitely going to depend on the user. Um, if, you know, there's, there's some, uh, some booths that are, you know, three shifts and, you know, they're spraying nonstop in the booths and those are going to be the booths that are usually um, going to be sandwiching more frequently, you know, possibly every week, every two weeks. Um, so it really depends on the user. That's probably the most asked question that we get. And uh, it's kind of a hard response because, you know, it kind of depends. And we really like to get to know your operation, you know, kind of like to know what you're doing. And then, um, then we can kind of come up with a schedule. We do have, you know, stickers that we put on the booth and we can put our recommendations on there. Um, but it would all depend on, uh, you know, on, you know, kind of whatever, whatever it is that you're looking to get out of the booth. If you're looking for it to be bright white and you're in there three shifts you know, you might want to, you might want to sandwich more often than not. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Um, and then uh, before we take off, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Carbit podcast, which uh, was yeah, called sure. on, on, on the Paint Line. On the Paint Line. Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So we actually, uh, we just launched it uh, last week. Uh, we have four episodes out. And uh, that can be found on our website. Um, it would be a carpet.com slash on the paint line. And uh, yeah, we have four episodes out and basically um, we're looking for interesting stories. So anything that, you know, people in our industry, in the manufacturing industry, uh, industrial industry, we're, we're looking for, you know, stories that may have happened. Uh, our, our first episode is about uh, Terry Roach, um, which is uh, one of the founders of Banks. And uh, it's, it's a pretty cool episode. It's a two-parter. So uh, that's, that's episode uh, one and two. If you're, uh, if you're not doing anything, definitely check it out. It's, it's worth a listen. Yeah, I checked that one out. It, it, was, it was a good listen. And it, um, I know I had, I had spoke with you on this, but uh, my family being a third generation here at Air Equipment, we've, mm -hmm. we'd worked with Binks and the Roach family for, for a long time. Um, my mom and my grandfather actually worked with Billy Roach when Binks was in when it was in Dallas. So no kidding. Uh, yeah, and I think that's Terry's brother. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I think I think it is. Yeah, and um, that's awesome. Small world. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, you know, the coatings world is is a small world, but um, when I <laughs> right. saw that, you know, it kind of, we we listened to it and it kind of took uh, took my mom down down memory lane. So that was kind yeah, of cool. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And we're. Uh, always looking for good stories. I mean, if anybody out there has, uh, has a, a cool paint line story that, you know, that, uh, people would find interesting. That's, that's really all we're looking for. Just, and it seems like everybody's got their stories and, uh, we're, we're trying to create a platform for, for everybody to tell them. So that's kind of what, uh, what, what we're trying to go for. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So if, if you guys uh, want to check out on the paint line podcast, just go to, um, uh, I found it on their YouTube channel, which is Carbid Paint uh, Chicago. But then also um, you can find it on their website, which is, oh, just Carbid.com. Carbid. Carbid yep. Carbid.com slash on the paint line. Okay. Uh, well, you got anything awesome. else for us today, Matt? Um, I think we ran through my questions already. Yeah, uh, I think that pretty much covers it uh, outside of, you know, we're, we're pretty excited for, so, so like I said, 
you know, our floor coating is solvent-based and, and we're finding a whole lot more benefits from having a water-based coating than a solvent-based coating. So we're at the, uh, at the end stages of developing a water-based floor coating, which is actually going to be light gray, uh, just to kind of mask the foot traffic and the dirt coming in and out of the booth. So uh, that's kind of the, uh, the next big project for, uh, for the Carbacoat line is, is putting out our, uh, it's going to be 968. It's our, our water-based floor coating. So that's kind of, you know, on the horizon for Carbit. Okay. Yeah. Maybe once, uh, once that comes out, we'll do a follow-up episode on it or something. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, Matt, I want to thank you, uh, for joining me. Um, listeners out there, if you guys want any information on uh Carbit, uh, booth coating or anything like that, uh, feel free to reach out to air equipment at uh, 210-223-3157 or you can visit us online at air-equipment.com or you can also uh, reach out to any of the ICAF companies. We're pretty much nationwide now, uh, so you can visit us at icafcompanies.com. That's all we got for you this week. Uh, Matt, thanks again, and uh, we will uh, see you guys on the next episode of the AER Podcast. Thank you, Jake.